On today's HeartSpeak podcast, the podcast from Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Fort Worth, Dr. Dan Meyer, Chief of Heart Transplantation and Mechanical Circulatory Support, and a cardiac surgeon on the medical staff at Baylor University Medical Center, part of Baylor Scott and White Health, will discuss an advanced heart failure treatment option, ventricular assist devices, or VAD for short, also known as LVADs. I'm Scott Webb, and Dr. Approximately 6.2 million adults in the U.S have heart failure according to the CDC. Of those living with heart failure, about 10% have advanced heart failure. So Dr. Meyer, can you tell us what advanced heart failure is and how it's diagnosed? Well, advanced heart failure is a condition where, you know, basically the heart has lost its ability to effectively pump blood to the rest of the body and to all the essential organs. And this can be due to long-standing hypertension, high blood pressure, prior heart attacks, Sometimes the patients don't even know they have had them, or occasionally even a virus that it has attacked the heart. And patients who have advanced heart failure, they have a hard time really doing much of anything. Just breathing when they walk around the home is difficult, and uh, sometimes just even at rest, they may be short of breath in the most severe forms. And it's diagnosed partly by the symptoms that the patients have, partly uh, by physical examination. And then there are a lot of studies like echocardiography where they use sound waves just to look at the function of the heart. Yeah, and that's just good information to have, as you say, you know, that some folks may not even realize that they've had a heart attack. I remember uh, reading or hearing years ago that John Mellencamp had gone in for a checkup and they said, when did you have your heart attack? And he said, what heart attack? You know, and that was the first time I realized that it was possible to, you know, have heart failure or a heart attack and, and not actually know it. So it's pretty amazing and so glad that we have experts like yourself. So naturally then with the heart becoming weaker, as you say, with heart failure, what are the options for treatment? Well, there's lots of them. And these days, you know, we live in a quite incredible time and the medications that have been developed and are continuing to be developed are really unbelievable in terms of what they can do to really reformat the function of the heart and treat heart failure. So in the early stages of heart failure, medications are really the the key as well as a healthy lifestyle and not eating too much salt and that type of thing and getting some exercise. But really, medical therapy is the key early on. As the disease progresses, however, that's when things get a little more complicated in terms of treatments and there's a lot more options. And, you know, at Baylor, we have a really good team of different types of physicians, cardiologists and internists and a whole team that looks at the patients to see what the the best plan of care is for that particular patient. But when the medications stop working or they just stop working as effectively, that's when we talk about more major type of procedures. Do not exclude heart transplantation, but we have other things we can do before that or in lieu of that, including these uh, heart pumps called left ventricular assist devices. We call them LVADs, L-V-A-D, and that really uh, takes over the function of the heart and And that's one thing that we have to offer. And it's a big procedure, but pretty commonly done for patients either that are not transplant candidates because of maybe age or other diseases, or they don't want a heart transplant, or they're too sick and they can't get one yet. So uh, there's a lot we can do once the patients go beyond uh, basic medical therapy. Yeah, and as I mentioned in my intro, you're the chief of heart transplantation, so transplants is kind of your thing, right? But I'm guessing that's more of a last resort, a a last option in a lot of cases. And you mentioned LVADs, so let's talk about that. Is that really a long-term treatment option for patients with heart failure? Yes, it can be. There's been a lot of changes over the years and a lot of great developments, and we've been involved from the early days of these big 
pumps that patients would have that they could never leave the hospital and they were really used uh, while we were waiting for patients to get a transplant. But now these devices are pretty small and all the patients really see is this kind of this cord that comes out, which is the connection of the, the pump itself to uh, a computer that kind of runs it and the batteries that power it. And so patients, uh, again, while they're either waiting for a transplant at home or they are living with this LVAD as their new way of life, can have a pretty normal activity levels. The only thing they can't do is swim. But we try to get patients to go back to work, and the whole idea is to get them back to a normal life, as normal as can be with one of these pumps, where people travel, they exercise, they really get out and kind of live their life with this pump and adapt to it pretty well. They're pretty commonly done. In fact, there's more LVADs put in the U.S. per year than there are heart transplants today. Uh, heart transplants still, of course, being the gold standard, but LVADs are quite good. And at any one time, we may have 150 or 200 outpatients on these devices. Wow, that's pretty amazing. And I'm glad you touched on that, the patient outcomes, and just what it's like to live with LVADs. And maybe you can kind of drill down a little bit more into that, because I'm sure listeners would want to know, you know, because again, heart transplantation is an option, as you say, still the gold standard, but they have to have a heart to be able to transplant, right? So these, the LVADs, are more readily available. And as you mentioned, people live pretty normal lives. So maybe we can just talk a little bit more about that. They're trained to live with the device. It's not perfect because it's a machine and it can fail. But, you know, over the years, that has gotten much less common. So patients can live in general. We have patients out over 10 years on these devices. Usually, if they can get a transplant at some point, that's our goal. But again, some patients, because of age or other medical problems, aren't candidates or they just don't want one. And so these pumps Again, the issues we get into are the small area where the pump leaves the side of the body can get infections. But in general, patients just uh, go on their way and live a pretty normal life. But it's not minimizing the enormity of having to live on a basically artificial heart. But patients adapt and move on with their lives. That's pretty amazing to hear, and just to hear you say it that way, basically living with an artificial heart, right? And I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, you know, part of me would feel like, well, I got a second lease on life. This is amazing, right? I was suffering from heart failure, and, and now I have this sort of artificial heart. On the other hand, I think I would always be worried that I have an artificial heart, and is it possible to put too much stress on it? As you say, swimming is out. And, and so maybe just for listeners' sake and for mine as well, you, know, you can reassure people that if you are in line, if you will, for a heart transplant and you're living with an LVAD, that you can just live your life, right? Get out there and get doing stuff, get golfing, whatever it might be, right? Right. Yeah. As patients get more active, we have to kind of tell them, remember, you do have an LVAD, so you do have to make sure it doesn't get caught on anything. And, you know, over time, you know, there's some wear and tear just because people get so active. But patients, we just tell them, the ones that are waiting for a transplant, you know, we tell them, now that you have an LVAD, we have a little bit of a luxury of time so we can wait for the more, not that we don't always try to get the perfect donor organ, but we can really be very selective because the patients are supported well and safely on an LVAD. 
Yeah, that's great to hear. And you mentioned earlier there are just a lot of options for patients suffering from heart failure. So let's go through some of them. We've talked about LVADs, but what's some of the other stuff you guys are working on? As you say, the innovations, the advancements in the drug therapies and all the different options for patients. Not that anybody wants to suffer from heart failure, but right. now's a pretty good time just because of everything that's available, everything that's in your toolbox. But let's talk about some of the other research your facility's doing and what that might mean for patients. At Baylor, we have a, quite a big army of cardiologists and researchers, so you know, many trials with medications as well as with the different devices. And there's some really neat things that are out there uh, from a medication standpoint and then how we use the medications and treat the patients while they're undergoing the different therapies. But there's a small implantable sensor that the cardiologists put in that goes basically into the pulmonary artery and it measures the blood volume in the heart and the pressures within the heart. And so the cardiologist can thereby adjust the medications with more sensitivity based on the, these measurements. So that's pretty neat. And then we have a, a few new LVAD pumps that are out there. We're in one trial of a pump because all the pumps, they've advanced an incredible amount over the last 25 years since we've been doing these, but mostly in the last five to 10 years. And while they do have some complications, all the newer pumps are trying to start chipping away at those complications. And there's a new one out there that we're in a trial that tries to decrease the, the bleeding problems that happen with these pumps. And so it's an exciting new device with the new algorithms on how they work. It's a randomized uh, control trial. So sometimes you get the current state-of-the-art pump or sometimes you may get the experimental pump, but it's an exciting trial we're in. There's a total artificial heart trial that Baylor is part of that's awaiting FDA approval to start, but we're one of seven sites in the U.S. And some patients, the LVAD is not enough because the right side is also too weak to just function with the LVAD. And so we're in a trial for that with an innovative new pump that, again, we're waiting to enroll patients. Well, it sure does seem like there's a lot of room for optimism. You know, as I said, nobody wants to suffer from heart failure, of course. But if you are suffering from it and you've been diagnosed and you're lucky enough to work with someone like yourself, there's a lot of reason for optimism. And maybe that's how we should finish up here is just, you know, tell folks in your own words, takeaways, if they have been diagnosed with heart failure, what they can expect, their level of optimism, you know, what that should be. And just as they look forward to living the rest of their lives, should they look forward to that, I guess? I tell the patients, obviously, when we see them, it's a scary time because sometimes they are just finding out they have this problem and it's a shock. Sometimes they've been living with it and they're just tired. But what I tell them is that we also look at, is there anything else that can be done short of transplant or LVAD, you know, like high-risk coronary bypass surgery or something like that? Because we have all these other options to support the heart, we can also take the higher risk patients and if they're appropriate do you know coronary bypass surgery and if for some reason their heart's too weak to recover from that then we can put one of these pumps in we can always keep you safe because we have this technology we have the LVAD. I tell them it's like a parachute the day where you know patients are waiting for a heart transplant they're not going to get one they're going to die that should not happen because we always keep them safe so I tell patients, no one wants to go through this, of course, but we're going to keep you safe. We'll keep moving on, and you're going to live your life. And with the LVAD, if that's the way we have to go, and or a transplant, you're going to be safe, and you're going to have a good life ahead. 
That's great. And I'm sure that's reassuring for patients. Great to hear. Great to speak with you. Thanks, doctor. And you stay well. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for your time. To find an advanced heart failure cardiologist or a cardiac surgeon specializing in advanced heart failure on the medical staff at Baylor Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Baylor University Medical Center, call 1-844-BSW-DOCS. And to learn more about the Advanced Heart Failure Program, visit bswhealth.com slash heartdallas or download the Baylor Heart Center app on your Apple device. Thanks for listening to Heart Speak, the podcast from Baylor Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital in Dallas and Fort Worth. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for additional topics of interest. I'm Scott Webb. Thanks for listening. Baylor Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Fort Worth. Joint ownership with physicians.